0: It is Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, off and running today. Got a lot to react to. But right off the top, uh, we do have Baylor royalty joining us. And uh, this gentleman was at one point the uh, collegiate player of the year, the rookie of the year in Major League Baseball back in 2002. It is Jason Jennings joining the program. Uh, Jason, good to good to have you on today.
1: Uh, I appreciate you having me.
0: It's a good way to start the show. Uh and uh and by the way we've got baseball season. I think that first uh, series comes up uh February eighteenth for the uh for, for Baylor baseball. Do you um this time of year, Jason, do you still kinda is it in your blood? Do you start thinking about like spring training and all of that? I know you're still involved in baseball. Does it does it start to come back to you?
1: it does um actually you know my my trigger always every year was um kind of new year's day after you know after that happened the new year hits it's kind of that that switch always flipped on for me and i kind of ramped up training got back on the mound and you know at that point you're about six weeks six weeks away from from spring training it could be a little different this year obviously with uh with what's going on but um you know it's college baseball is coming up so that's always an exciting time for me i enjoy that and keeping up with with baylor and um you know, just the Big 12 in general.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you didn't experience a pandemic during your, uh, your baseball <laughs> career. <laughs>
1: no, it's uh, it's been a crazy two years to say the least.
0: Yeah, I would say so. It's impacted. You saw even with the College World Series and some of the craziness that was uh, happening with that. You know, I wanted to start off though, Jason. Uh, one of the big reasons we're having you is you know always love having you on, but. Uh, Wanted to bring up, you've just been awarded this Keeper of the Game Award. And, uh, man, that's a, it's, a really, it's a huge honor. And this sort of goes back all the way to you were playing for the Rockies and you did some great things out in Colorado. But uh, uh, some of the things that this organization uh, recognizes, people that uh, have, have done folks and exceptional work in the special needs community and um, and Jason, first of all, congratulations on that. Uh, this is I was looking at some of the winners of this over the years, and it, these are some major, major, uh, big names uh, that that, are, that have been awarded for for all the work they've done. Um, this is uh, this is a pretty this is a pretty cool deal. Was this a uh, were you, was I, I would assume this is of all the honors you've had, this has to rank up there near the top.
1: Oh, definitely so. And that, you know, it's, um, it's something that, you know, I got started kind of with the Rockies. Um, they introduced me to the, just the concept and we joined together and, and built a miracle league field out in Colorado. And it was, it was one of the coolest things I'd ever seen. And just the concept of it with, you know, turf fields, flat bases that are, you know, you can get any, any kid out there, wheelchair, no wheelchair, Walker, I mean, whatever they need, um, it, that field is, is accessible to them and um you know just that kind of piqued my interest got me involved and you know that was roughly oh gosh 15 17 years ago at this point i think so um and then just uh you know buddies with james valade and you know keeper of the game um was founded i guess it was about six seven years ago eight years ago now and um we got heavily involved with the food drive they were doing during the holiday season and you know one thing led to another and it just um you know i've always i've always felt blessed to to do what I was able to do and I've never ever taken that for granted, especially being away from the game now. You really look back and you start to kind of reminisce and yeah, you miss it, but you, you start to realize just how fortunate you were and um, you know, I, I played with a lot of guys that I know felt that same way and as we get old we start to kinda of, you know, things get more uh, more sentimental, more uh more special to you. And you know, I have a uh, my youngest son, he's on the autistic spectrum and so it. it for that reason obviously it became even more special to me so um you know it's any chance we get we we try to team up with keeper for the game whether it be the food drive or we had a, an awesome bowling event the other night um here in, in frisco area so it's just um to see the smile on those kids faces and those those parents you know I, being a parent of a special needs kid my son is high functioning so i'm not near um you know it's like some of those families are with the challenges they face and you know, the struggles they face on a daily um, – on just a daily grind of life. And um, so to be able to see the smiles on their face and, you know, just sit down and chat with them and, and just have a great – whether it be one night or one event or whatever, it just uh, – it's, it, it's a special feeling.
0: Yeah, you, you made me think just then, thinking about Joe Ingles with the Utah Jazz, has a child on the spectrum, and he and his wife have done a lot. And, uh, I mean, I think it really says a lot about you. You kind of had a heart for all of this even before it became – um, uh, you know, kind of personal. Uh, you know, in a, in a lot of ways. What, is, by the way, your youngest child? If if you don't mind me asking, what's is he into, or is your child into uh, baseball, softball? What uh, what what sports? He, um,
1: his hand-eye coordination is. It's honestly, it's off the charts. He's just um, he. <laughs> the team sports these days are, you know, as you know, pretty high energy. A lot of a lot of screaming parents. A lot of uh, a lot of. You know, just the energy in general. So he's more of the more of the golf, more of the bowling, which is fine by me because it's super low key. We can go at our own pace. So we go out and we golf. Um, he loves the bowl. So that's kind of more his uh, that's kind of more his lane right there. Is you know the individual sports and um, just the team sports. We tried it. I coached the little seven U team with him, and you know he could smack the ball, but you know, it was uh, <laughs> the younger they are, it seems like the crazier those games get. So it's uh, it a little too much for him to handle.
0: Yeah, and if he has great hand-eye coordination, Jason, I can't imagine where he got that, you know. I think from (laughs) his mom, yeah. (laughs) It's his mom, okay. We'll give her credit. Uh, Jason Jennings joining us, the Baylor great, uh, also Rockies, Rangers. Speaking of the Rangers, wasn't that weird to see them, like, go out and spend, what, a half a billion dollars? I mean, you know, you you had a great run with the Rockies, and then I'm trying to remember, you kind of came – you ended up uh, with the Rangers during a yeah. little bit of a lean period. And then, and then now they've decided, Oh, I guess we're going to go out here and spend a huge amount of money. Is that, is that kind of interesting yeah, I to, mean, to see? You know,
1: I think we, I think locally up here, we all kind of felt that was coming with a new stadium and, you know, they've kind of been building, uh, you know, building up the minor leagues and, you know, trading some big names, some big money guys off. But, um, you know, it's, so they got a nice park, and they're it's it's about time for them to you know try to make a splash with some big name guys, and um, hopefully these guys work out, and hopefully they you know give us some good baseball to watch up here in the DFW area.
0: All right, so I I I, had, I watched Otani and. Uh... And, you know, I was thinking about talking to you today. You were Baylor's Otani before there was ever an Otani. you know. Uh, <laughs> he, did, did When you watch that, I mean, obviously he's amazing. Is there any part of you that goes, well, what if I had a uh, – what if I had a continued to – I mean, because obviously you had to focus on your pitching, uh, but being in the National League, you got to hit two. You just couldn't focus on it as much. Um does it amaze you and does it make you kind of think back to how much you loved uh, hitting, especially when you were in college?
1: Yeah, it does. I, you know, I was um, not upset to go to the American League because I was coming back home. I got to play for the Rangers, but, you know, I knew my ABs were, were pretty much done for. Um, and I was always just something I loved to do. And, um, you know, it's crazy. I, I think back, my dad still swears to this day that I was a better catcher than I was a pitcher. So it's, my what-ifs are like, man, what if I would have been a, a catcher? Like, what if I come up with a catcher? What would have happened? And I probably would have had 17 knee surgeries by now instead of, you know, two <laughs> arm surgeries. But, um, but you know, I, Baylor, when I got to Baylor, they are like, you know what, let's just pitch in DH. And they were paying for school, and I was excited. I was like, you know, let's do it. We had a, a freshman catcher at the time, Brian Lowe from Houston. He was awesome. He caught me pr- basically every game. So um, it was a, a great battery with, you know, he and I.
0: Yeah, y'all had y'all had quite a run, and then you got named uh, the the uh, oh the Dick Hauser Award. You're the Player of the Year in college baseball. Those teams you coming out of Mesquite Petite, being a Metroplex guy, do you um, take us back to like recruiting? You know, you, that's even changed now, Jason. You know, tons of people in the portal going from teams to teams, all that kind of stuff. What were you? Uh, Back in the day, what were you? What what? Who was up against Baylor uh, when you were deciding where you were going to go?
1: Well, I mean, yeah, you're right. It's it's crazy these days, and I'm in it. You know, I I work with a lot of high school kids around here, and you know they they're doing the whole recruiting thing, and I'm trying to give advice, and I'm having to almost kind of reteach myself because things have changed so much. Um, and it, you know. I it, Back in it was 1996. I guess my last year in high school, and you know I got recruited by you know Okie State and Oklahoma, Houston, Rice, blah blah blah. Every, all the surrounding states pretty much, um, except for UT of course because they were too good. Um, but you know I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. See me slide that in there. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> they, uh, you know, Baylor. I went to A&M one weekend, and I was impressed. I liked A&M. The facilities were great. But the offer was, was a decent offer, but they said, you know, it might go down next year depending on who we bring in. And, you know, growing up, we didn't have a lot of money. That's just not something I thought I could really risk. So the next weekend took my trip to Baylor and Smitty called me in the office and he said, here's your offer. And it was a really good offer. And he said, as long as you pass, it'll never go down. And I knew that wasn't an issue. I was always, you know, really, uh, you know, uh, on myself with grades and, you know, never wanted to get, you know, below an A or B. So, I was like, you know, basically at that second, I was like, "Where's the pin? You know, let's do this." And um, I knew I'd get a chance to play as well. Baylor at the time, we still had, you know, metal bleachers, a chain link fence. It was kind of right before, you know, the stadium kind of took shape, and we joined the Big Twelve, or right as we'd be joining the Big Twelve. Yeah. And you know, I think Smitty and Hoot and Jonagan, they, I mean, uh, Thompson and I mean, the coaching staff there, they just they hit on so many guys that we kind of more blue collar, you know, your, your John Toposti your Eric Nelson's your, you know, Kip Wells wasn't necessarily blue collar, but he was a, he was a stud and Jimmy Blair, Jeremy Dotson. It's just the, the guys there, we just meshed. And it was, uh, you know, all the locker rooms I've been in throughout all my pro you know, pro years and all that, just none of those locker rooms compared to the ones that, that I, we had at Baylor. And it just, uh, it really showed. And I think it, you know, you saw that product of our, our friendship and our team, you know, Team camaraderie—you saw that on the field.
0: Yeah, it was uh, that that one year. It was right as you were getting ready to graduate. Probably they were, they were opening up the new ballpark, and we were sitting up there during the tournament. And they didn't even have—you know—we were up there kind of in a, what was supposed to be the makeshift press press box, and it hadn't been finished. And so, like, you didn't have any protection for the foul balls and stuff up yeah. there.
1: <laughs> yeah, is that was that when we hosted the regional? Was that one year? Yeah, or,
0: yeah, that was yeah. Um, Illinois came in, I think, and um, was it Minnesota, Illinois I or Minnesota? Think. It was We're Minnesota. Gonna, yeah, oh yeah, because uh, their
1: their coach was hot. He was not happy. <laughs> Granted, we beat yeah. him twice, and I think we run rolled him once. So it, that probably was half of it. But he was not happy yeah. about the concrete bleachers, and but you know, it is what it is. Uh,
0: yeah, exactly. Well, he. <laughs> They, they, you know, they, they, they like to anybody from the cold. It's like, well, these people in the south, they get to play year round, and they just automatically yeah. feel like they're, <laughs> you know, they're they're coming from behind when yeah. it comes up like that. Did, did, did Baylor? Did they? Did it immediately? Was it like, okay, you get to hit in pitch because you're too good a hitter not to. Did you ever have to kind of like, early on? What what was uh, what was your com- uh, conversation with Schmidt? about all that because um, no, obviously no, yeah. My, yeah you were able to yeah. do it all
1: my freshman year i um i was closing so i was a full you know full-time closer but um i really only dh'd against right-handed pitching um and okay. you know it's it's like every level you go to you're from high school to college college to pros and then obviously in the pros honestly from a ball to double a AA to triple a to big leagues there's always that question in your mind like am i good enough for this level and So, you know, when I got to college, it was I kind of had to prove myself that I could hit at that level. Um, They saw me hit in high school, but, you know, high school is high school, school. college. Every player on your college team is typically the best player on your high school team. So um, it just it was a step up for me and I had to prove myself. And then come sophomore year, I was, you know, full time D.H. They trusted me against lefties and um, it was kind of off and running from there.
0: Yeah, it's funny you brought up catching. Talking to Jason Jennings, Baylor star, I bet you could get it down there in a hurry. And then, uh, obviously, you could play. You know, they had you play. Uh, I'm sure all all around in uh, high school. What um, was was first base? What you or did you like being over there at the, the hot corner? What did you, uh, what, you did, what did you really enjoy most?
1: <laughs> so in high school, I, I either pitched or caught every single game and as most people probably know (laughs) high school you get a courtesy runner so we would literally (laughs) recruit a wide receiver from the football team just to come and courtesy run for me so the only time i hit second base or third base was when i would you know basically hit a home run because i'd as soon as i got on base i was off the pat base pass which was great for everybody nobody needed to see me run um so (laughs) but it i think i think Smitty put me at first base against K State one game and you know, I I humble myself here. It was it was horrendous. It was so bad they took my first basement <laughs> away and that was it. So um if you go back in the you know, the record book, it's my fielding percentage is probably not great. Um so they were just like, you know what, let's just uh just pitch when we tell you to pitch and you just D H yeah. and let's just leave it be. <laughs>
0: Have you, uh, what do you think of the, the way the program's headed now? They got some very exciting lineup this year. In fact, uh, Jared McKenzie, I've some of these young guys you've actually, you know, gotten to uh, either work with or see, you've seen up close at, at some of these gatherings and everything. Um, I think they were ranked fifth preseason. But what have, what have been your impressions of, uh, of uh, Coach Rodriguez, who uh, obviously has a, a great background uh, coming from the West Coast? Yeah. You know,
1: I think the most um, impressive thing that I've seen just with coach Rod and his staff and the team is just the energy. I and mean, they play with a lot of, a lot of energy, a lot of, you know, bouncing around and just, it seems like good team camaraderie from, you know, from an outsider looking in, it's just, um, it seems like they have the makings to, you know, to compete in the big 12. And as you guys all know, the big 12, I mean, it's, it's a gauntlet every single week. It seems like, you know, you can be easily be beat two out of three, if not get swept. So it's, there's no weekends you get off, so you gotta you gotta come to play every series, and um, you know. But I think you know it for, on paper, and just seeing what I've seen with with that staff and who they bring in, it's just they're gonna be there. They're gonna be there in the mix, and it's just a matter of kind of who gets hot at the right time, who gets hot at the end, and um, you know, as you've seen with the NFL playoffs, all you need is a seat at the table at the end of the, you know, end of the regular season. You just need a you need a place at the table, and whoever gets hot, you know, anybody's got a chance.
0: All right, um, so tell us a little bit about your uh, facility, because I'm interested, uh, past time, I, I believe is yeah. what you call it, up there in the um, in, in the far north Dallas, we like to call it, Frisco. Uh, what, uh, what What's going on with that, and like, what all do you have out there? What all kind of features do you have for, for young folks?
1: Yeah, so we, um, you know, when I retired, full-time, kind of, I was done, done. I knew I had retired, and um, so we opened this up just to, you know, I had an offer to, coach kind of go back into the minor league system with the Rockies and be a pitching coach but I just you know I didn't want to do that I already missed too much of my kids activities and I just wanted to be at home and but obviously you know baseball is special to me I wanted to stay in the game so this was a way to um, kind of you know stay at home and and still give back to the game and be a part of it and so anyway we just started off small I was doing mainly just a bunch of pitching lessons and we had a couple little select teams um, we've since you know that was uh, 2010 I guess when I first kind of started up and um we've grown obviously since then and we're now with a home with the dallas tigers north region so we we house all the dallas tigers north teams they train at our facility we still do you know um pitching hit you know pitching hitting uh, softball lessons so just a little bit of everything we got about 17 teams now that we house under our you know umbrella for spring summer fall and um, so you know it's um it's fun, you know. It's you see, I guess my oldest group um, was my son's group. So I started when I was nine, when he was nine U, and he's now a sophomore in college. So I've gotten wow. to see some of these kids, you know, from nine U all the way up, and there's you know probably a dozen of them playing college ball now, uh, kind of spread out around the country. So it's just it's fun to
0: kind of be a part of those kids' lives, and you know,
1: kind of see everything come full circle from from where I started with my Baylor days.
0: Did they protect you in high school? I, you know, the, the famous story or the sad story is always, you know, Kerry Wood that that he threw like 200 pitches or whatever it was one weekend. Or I mean, I don't know. It was the did, were they were they really good? Were there already kind of rules in place? Or did they? Uh, uh, was your arm okay by the time you got to Baylor?
1: Yeah, the, I think the fortunate thing for me is growing up. Um, Honestly, I was a full-time catcher. I really didn't. I kind of pitched. I say pitched. I threw. I threw really hard. I didn't learn how to pitch until probably late high school until, you know, maybe even truly when I got to Baylor, I kind of figured out and started learning how to actually pitch. Um, So there was a lot of kind of a lot of bullets saved that I didn't really use growing up. Like some of these kids nowadays are, you know, obviously throwing way too much. Having Tommy John at 14, 15, it's just a little out of control um so that was that really wasn't me because I was I was a catcher and I just really didn't see myself as a pitcher um until I was kind of forced to my senior year in high school when I our ace had already graduated and um I was kind of the guy and things just kind of took off from there and um you know Baylor saw me and saw me as a two-way player they saw me catch a lot um Mitch and and who's Smitty they saw me catch a lot at school I mean at, at Poteet and then in summer ball but um you know, just playing five games a week in college, and they just thought it'd be best to to pitch and DH, and I was fine with that, and and obviously it, it turned out great.
0: Well, Shopik got to have your catching career, all right? Can you just look yeah, at it like that? Absolutely, hey, and he was <laughs> a good one. <laughs> yeah, he and he he hung around for a long time. Well, it's um uh, it's fun to get to visit with you, and uh, it, this is a uh, quite a prestigious award. And you've been doing this for a long, long time, giving back. I I just feel like it's really kind of cool that two guys from the Dallas area, you know, Clayton Kershaw, has given back a lot in the Dallas area. And and you've done a a lot yourself, like when you were in Colorado. And I I just think that's interesting that you guys had such a heart for all that and have given so much back to your respective communities. So, anyway, we – uh, admire it and appreciate it, and uh, congratulations on the uh, on on the big award. and And look forward to seeing you soon, maybe at a uh, at a Baylor baseball game.
1: No doubt, I'm definitely gonna try to make it down this spring. So um, I appreciate you having me on, and um, you know, anytime I love to chat with you guys.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was fun. There he goes, uh, Jason Jennings, the uh, winner of the 2021 Keeper of the Game Award, and uh, goes to people who've done exceptional work with. Uh, with folks with special needs, and uh, Jason talked about his son and, and uh, kind of knowing, uh, having such a, a heart for that area, and so just a great uh, great way to begin the show today.